Blog Talk Radio. Bishop Amos L. Woods, and I'm calling to thank you for tuning us in on today, on this beautiful Mother's Day, and I want to congratulate every one of you who have blessed us and blessed the world by giving birth, increasing the prosperity of our country through those that you have produced. I'm so grateful that you have weathered the storm and come through hard trials and great tribulations, but God blessed you to succeed in the bringing up of your families, and I'm so grateful. I'm grateful that even though you're in a busy time and many things are happening, you took time out to tune in Grace and Truth, Grace Media Network, and uh, Prophetess Stalling and Reverend Stalling, the great work that they are doing, we are so grateful, and we are so happy for each of you. We hope that this was a great Mother's Day for you. Today, as I endeavor to bring this Mother's Day message, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Today, I have chosen two passages of Scripture, Psalm 45 and verse 13. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. The other scripture is from the book of Proverbs, a very familiar scripture, Proverbs 31, 10 through 12. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth surely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Today, I'm going to have a very simple subject. It's not going to be snappy or flashy. 
for just a simple subject. Precious mothers. Precious mothers. The most popular subject in the world is the home. The homes are very important. There are many masterpieces, paintings. Whistler's mother has been copied millions of times, while Breaking Home Ties was the most talked of picture at the World's Fair way back in 1893. But times have changed. Mothers today are no longer the little old ladies in lace caps sitting by the fireplaces and old and 50, as was Whistler's mother. They are educated today. They are active. They are wide awake women who dress in the latest fashions, stylish hairdos, and hold positions of responsibility and trust in many of the most successful and different businesses and professions. Today, mothers are honored, not merely for the fact of motherhood, for any woman can become a mother, but because they have been mothers in the real sense of the word. Unfortunately, there are a lot of mothers who are not very good. Let's see, when is a mother a good mother? Well, when she provides for physical needs, she looks for the motherhood as a sacred trust, studies to be a good homemaker, knows you can't make a dress, build a house, erect a skyscraper without learning how to do it, and realizing that human life is more important than any of those things. And so she counts the calories and watches the vitamins that they may have strong bodies that are going to do all these different things. It is almost impossible to have a sound body and a healthy soul in a sick body. And so mothers wants those that she knows and that in her family to have an adequate foundation. It's been said many years ago that a house is built of brick and stone, but a home is built of love alone. Let's see. A mother is a companion to her children. She knows it is not enough just to cook and so keep the house going, keep it in order. Any servant could do that. But instead, it's the association which she has with her children turns the house into a home. A good mother is going to show affection for her children. A good mother will exercise discipline and teach the children self-control. Well, you know, when I was young, I had a bad habit of running down into the woods. Even at five years old, six years old, I'd slip off and go hunting with my German shepherd dog. 
Uh huh. Definition of rabbits and possums, sometimes birds. And my mother would tell me, don't slip off. Let me know when you're going. But I slipped off. And when I come home, she had a switch waiting for me. She put me all the way from where she found me to the house. And then she didn't remember years later, but I remember that she hung me up in a tree until it got dark. My mother really talked to me in her disciplining of me, and it helped make me who I am today. A good mother gives faith by which the younger ones can live. You can't hear what some folks are saying from watching what those people are doing. Now, in the other scripture I wrote in the red was in the 45th Psalm, the union and glories of Christ and his church are described. Christ is addressed as a king possessed of all essential graces. He's like a conqueror exalted on a throne of righteous and eternal government. He's pictured as a bridegroom arrayed in nuptial splendor, and the church is portrayed and loveliness of a royally adorned and attended bride invited to forsake her home and share the honors of the affianced Lord. Now on this special day, I know that there are many sad hearts. I know mine was. My children's hearts were sad because this is the second Mother's Day that their mother is gone and my wife is gone. Passed away the 7th of April in 2017. It's kind of rough. But I will never remember, I will never forget. That's what the devil trying to make me say the wrong thing. I will never forget the teachings of my mother and the instructions that came from my wife. For mothers are special. They are daughters of the king. And one statement found in this 45th Psalm can appropriately be applied to Christian mothers because they are individuals, and especially if they are holding up a standard for God, they are special workers in the church. And that statement is the king's daughters is all glorious within. And if a person or mother has that glory within it's going to show up on the outside. See, you, you, you can get an apple and look at that apple from the outside. Sometimes it looks like it's a perfect inside. A bug has gotten in there and start gnawing away. The inside is gone, but it's putting on the outside trunk. And when a woman puts on an outside front, 
and doesn't have Christ in her life, the bug of sin has started eating, eating away on her. Oh, it's a wonderful thing to be able to hold up a standard for Christ. And I'd like you to think about some things. I have some thoughts of mothers. Thoughts like roses in costly vases. Like sun-ripened grapes are part of a cluster. Like strings are part of a heart. These are things that cluster around mother in my thoughts today. And I hope that you will be able to benefit from some of the things that I am saying because mothers are precious. One of those things is titles. Now, some of our mothers may not have finished high school, didn't get a degree. Some didn't get a diploma. But they turn out to be excellent mothers, excellent Mothers. My mother did not graduate from from high school, but she was one of the greatest women in the world. My wife graduated, and both of those women think it's very highly and special in my life. Yet in this world, where many people seek the plaudits of men rather than the praises of God, there are so many titles. In the academic world, there are titles or degrees such as Dr. Divinity, DD, Dr. of Laws, LLD, Dr. Philosophy, PhD, Dr. of Literature, LITTD. Then in the political world, titles such as Governor, Congressman, Senator, Secretary of State, President. In the military realm, we find soldiers who have titles such as corporal, sergeant, lieutenant, captain, major, colonel, and general, and finally, president. But in the realm of life, there are titles you can appropriately apply to the untitled, and that's where the mothers come in. So today, I would like to apply some titles to mothers. Apply no titles so appropriately fitting as the mother's work. I'd give her a DD, which means devoted daughter. I'd give her an FF, means faithful friend. I'd give her an SS, servant sister. I'd give her another SS, which means sweet singer because she has the sing to the little baby. And I'm sure as she goes through the house doing her work, she's singing again. I'd give her another title, CC, which means charming companion. I'd give her another CC, means consecrated Christian. And these are not the titles, all the titles that I and others could bestow upon mothers because she is worthy, she is precious. These are not titles bestowed at some college commencement exercise. Rather, these are titles accrued through her living, titles that comes from uh, Christian endeavor, titles which do not reach beyond her merit 
idols to which heaven could testify as less than her deserving because there are so many things that mothers are worthy of, so many things that mothers do, so many things that mothers are responsible for. We will never be able to repay our mothers for everything they are doing, not only for us, but for society, for the church, and for her family. Another thing I can remember is my mother had a testimony. She was saved. My wife had a testimony. She was saved. My mother would say, all of my hope and all of my trust is in the Lord. And sometimes they rather, that's my wife, would tell me, I'm not your mother. I'm not your mother. But what she did, she would sometimes fast 20 days. She would sometimes fast 40 days. She always wanted to pray. She, my wife would take my hand sometimes and say, honey, come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Let's go down in prayer to God. Let's talk to God about this situation. Oh, she was a devoted daughter, and I thank God for it. My mother was a devoted woman. My mother played the piano for the Baptist conventions in Arkansas. My mother played a steel guitar for the church. She played a tuba in the church. She played piano in the church. She worked with every program that the pastor had. That was my mother. But then my wife, another great mother, she did everything she could to help me succeed in my pastorage. I probably would not have made it if it hadn't been for my wife. And I'm so glad that while she was working with me to perfect my ministry in the church, she blessed me with four lovely children who are holding up a standard for the Lord. I'm so glad that she helped teach them and train them and instruct them and all of my children are for God and for society. Yes, testimony. She had a testimony. That was her own testimony to what Christ meant to her as to what the church meant to her and what the Bible meant to her as to what God's goodness and mercies and grace meant to her. She had had a personal experience of Christ's saving and satisfying power, and that was the good news, the best news, which she could not refrain from telling. She, I know my mother was such a person that people would come to the house just to talk to her. Married couples would come so she could instruct them. Soldiers that went to Camp Chaffee in Portsmouth, Arkansas, would sometimes come to her to get instruction, to be guided and helped by my mother, a woman of the Lord. Same thing with my wife. My wife, oh, Lord, when she lived, there were so many people that she guided, she instructed, she taught, she guided along the way to help them have better marriages and better homes. And I thank God for that. For her way of thinking, no words in song or sermon could praise Jesus enough. We have the testimony of the Lord's saving grace in her life and the testimony that Jesus saves, he keeps and Jesus satisfies. Oh, 
precious mothers, precious mothers, somebody said precious members, how they linger, how they ever flood my soul. I would like to talk about also as we deal with these mothers on the day, I'd also like to talk about uh, uh, another thing that, that mothers do. Mothers have to be tender. Today, some mothers have turned from God. Some mothers live rough lives. Some mothers drink themselves to death. Some members, mothers take dope. Some members, some women, I mean, prostitute themselves and own the way to hell. They're so busy running wild and doing the devil's work, they don't have time to train their children. They don't have time to love their husbands. They don't have time to try to keep peace in the family because they're running wild. But I'm going to let you know, mothers are very tender. Don't wound her tender heart. Don't cause those tears to start. Your mother is your friend. And she will be until the end. No matter who walks away from you, no matter how bad or how terrible you are or have become, your mother is still your best friend. Oh, she won't lose. She's so tender. Her tenderness is like dew that refreshes. Her tenderness is like a is it's like a a, a light that is on fire for God. Uh, a light without Tenderness, because a life without tenderness is like a fire smothered in smoke. A life without tenderness is a life uh, like baby's milk that's gotten sour. A life without tenderness is like a cloth that's moth has eaten holes in it. A life without tenderness is like iron corroded with rust. A life without tenderness is like apples that have been eaten by worms. It's like windows stained with acid as doors creaking on the hinges. And mothers manifest themselves in compassionate disposition. They express themselves in kind words, in her love life, in her married life, even uh, her life in the church and on the job. You can see the tenderness of a mother, how she tries to bring peace and keep peace, even when there's confusion all around her. I'm so glad that I had a saved mother. I'm so glad that I had a saved wife. I'm so glad that God put us together. And oh, my friend, you know, I think again about how precious mother is. Just, you know, just a touch from a mother goes a long way. Just a touch. It's it's not diamonds. It's not pearls. It's not all of that that a mother is looking for. But look, when you get hurt, usually you want to run to mother. When you're troubled, you run to mother. When you're worried, you run to mother. And all sometimes you need. It might just be a cut, a little cut on your finger, but you're running to mother. And all you need is just a touch from mother. Oh, if I can just reach out and touch the Lord as he's passing by. Mothers, mothers, uh, they touch folk 
in the home. They touch them in the office. They touch them in the church, on the street. Somebody, no matter where we live, no matter where we work, no matter where we go, no matter what we do, no matter whom we write, no matter with whom we talk, we are going to touch somebody. And mother's touches are so important. Oh, they are like the touches of Jesus. Mother's touches help and don't hinder. They bless instead of blighting. They encourage instead of discouraging. They strengthen instead of weakening. They lift up instead of tearing down. I'm so glad that mothers love to reach out and touch those that are hurting, those that need somebody when everybody else has walked away from them and thrown them aside. A mother will be there just to reach out and touch you. They give you a touch of encouragement. It reminds me of the touches of Jesus. Jesus' touch was very important. Jesus touched and blind eyes came open. Jesus touched and deaf ears started hearing. Jesus could touch and dumb mouths would start speaking. Jesus could touch and crippled limbs be made whole. Jesus would touch and stiff joints became supple. Jesus could touch and loathsome lepers would be made clean. I'm so glad he could touch me fevered brows and they'd get cool, made withered hands to become muscular, made dead bodies come to life again. I'm so glad that Jesus had a special touch and he carried that touch over to mothers. I'm so glad that I was touched by my mother. I'm so glad she rocked me when I was in a cradle. I'm so glad as I was growing up, making my little mistakes, she was always there to encourage me, to tell me to hold on, to look up. Oh, my friend, I want to admonish you. I don't know what you did for your mother, but you ought to, if you haven't done anything, it's not too late, I hope. I hope try to build a monument for your mother. You see, we build monuments of white marble, but no monument is so lovely as a flesh and blood monument of a life. We can build monuments of bronze or not liquid, but no monument is strong like the monument of a consecrated life. We can build an elaborate tomb, but no tomb is glorious as that which is found in the human body. It's always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. That life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. I want to admonish you, and I want to challenge you, no matter what you did for your mother this Mother's Day, no matter what you couldn't do and wanted to do, I want to challenge you from now on for the rest of your life, be an outstanding monument that walks on human feet, 
that follows paths of righteousness. Be holy. Hold up a standard for God. Realize that your mother was important, and your mother is important. Don't let your mother's living be in vain. As long as human hearts love and rejoice in love, as long as human hearts sorrow and need comfort, as long as human life knows temptations and needs strength against them, as long as human hearts know hurt and need healing, just so long will a Christian mother's influence last. It does not run out. Christian mothers abide forever because of their influence. Whether they are still breathing or whether they have gone to be with the Lord, they are still living within our hearts and within our minds. Heavenly Father, I pray for every person who is tuned in on today. I pray for every mother, and I ask your church blessings would be upon them. Many of the mothers have afflictions and sicknesses in their bodies, and I'm asking that you would touch and heal their bodies with your mighty power. Speak the word of healing. Speak the word of deliverance. Speak the word of peace where there's confusion and contempt. Bless mother's father. Bless father's son and mother's daughters everywhere. Bless the churches all across this land and all the people who are working to make life better for all of us. For this we'll thank you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen.